0: Let's talk small business. <laughs> I'm Windsor Dalton, a digital content and branding creator.
1: And I'm Sasha Lavinka, a small business owner and digital ad junkie.
0: We're best friends
1: pulling back the curtain to all things small business. Let's
0: Let get
1: started. For those of you that don't know, today is Cyber Monday.
0: Black Friday's cousin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just It's so ridiculous to me how things have changed so much with like black Friday and now cyber Monday, who created that? It's so ridiculous because for example, so there's this jewelry line that I really like. Mm -hmm. They're very expensive. They're expensive. Like their pieces are a couple thousand dollars. Okay. Yeah. And they did a, a black Friday sale. I didn't buy anything. Um, Because I cannot afford that jewelry right now. But I just wanted to see, like, the prices. Mm -hmm. So they were doing 40% off Black Black Friday, which is a lot, right? So then I was like, let me just follow this brand and see. Because I just knew. I'm like, they're going to do something on Monday. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, 70% off some styles. Yeah. How pissed would I be?
0: Well, I did not buy anything, but it's very interesting you say that because I, like, I actually just bought from Banana Republic the week before Thanksgiving some clothes for Thanksgiving. And they kept sending these emails and every email was like a different percentage. And I was actually thinking about that. I mean, obviously that's a thing, but I was like, okay, well, if I had ordered on Friday would I write into customer service on Monday and say like, I want the price that it is today? But the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's why I always urge clients to have different sales, not like 50 and then 70, like you're saying, like being like, okay, well, Monday is like a different collection or a different category. But I think what they're doing is they do like 40% off there and you get access to inventory and then whatever's left you know what I mean, but it's still shitty. It's I think it's shitty. That's I think it's just like it's like a recipe for complaints.
1: For complaints, and then people are going to get pissed off, and they're not going to want to shop with you again. Um, th- this is kind of related to Black Friday, sorta, but it's kind of more related to like discounts and returns. So when I was in high school, um, we we had a Bloomingdale's. We actually had like the most amazing stores. I grew up in New Jersey where malls are life. So we had like (laughs) the best stores. But anyway, when I was in high school, Bloomingdale's was like the best store to go to at the time. And they would always have really great sales. Mm -hmm. So I had a friend whose mom is like a sale queen. And like she will not buy something that is retail. Like she has to buy it on sale. Smart. So what she would do is she would purchase something full price mm-hmm. and if a sale happened within that week, she would go back with her receipt and you know what they did? They adjusted the price.
0: Yeah, they should. I did that yeah. online all the time. Right? Yeah. So
1: like if I bought that ring on Friday and then on Monday it was an extra 30% off, I don't know if they would adjust the price,
0: but that's why I think for small businesses, like somewhere like Bloomingdale's, I think that that's fine because they probably have ten thousand people that bought from them that day, and maybe a hundred are gonna think to go do that or care. But for small businesses, if you don't have some huge inventory or some huge customer list, you're probably gonna be getting a lot of calls back mm-hmm. or things. But I don't know. It's it was, just or do the same sale the whole time and yeah. say like while supplies last or whatever. It's like but I know, it's like everyone has to stretch everything.
1: I know. I'm a I'm a um what do you a culprit of that actually because today I offered a free gift with purchase, including the sale. So you would get the twenty five percent off anything. Oh yeah. And then I was like, Okay, like extra special gift for you today, Monday, you get a free spa headband, the one that looks like a baguette i love that it's so cute right but that's not like jipping them that's just giving them a little extra and listen if somebody wanted that fucking headband that didn't get it and bought something on friday saturday or sunday like sure email me Mm because i'm nice (laughs) (laughs) you want that headband you got that. email me
0: yeah but this is why i know we talk about this all the time but the planning with these holidays is really just so extremely important. And then I have seen like brands or companies that I've worked with that then at Christmas will do like closer to Christmas, Mm -hmm. we'll do another sale that's less. And it doesn't like get anybody up because they were like, well, your black Friday one was just so big. Like, yeah, I'm not going to buy it.
1: Right. So like, What do you do on Christmas? You have to offer something.
0: That's why I think it needs to be so premeditated. Mm -hmm. Um, And like a company I worked with in LA, they had a really successful Black Friday one year. I think, I can't remember um, exactly, but I want to say we moved in like a day, like several thousand units of a product.
1: Oh my God.
0: That they had way over ordered. Um, And it was small and it was a low cost product. But they had way over ordered. And I was like, let's make these things. I think we sold them at cost. Like it was mm-hmm. literally just to make it, like move it. Um, but like we did those Black Friday, like blew through those. And then it was like Cyber Monday. It was 30% off of dresses, whatever the other category was. And then like for Christmas and all those things, I think that's a great way to do it based on different collections. Yeah, it's smart. Or even off a single item. Yeah. Um, And obviously it's all dependent on like what your product list is. Like even for you, like one of the like silk scarves or something like that, like something that's a more like coveted item. Yeah. Having those being like 70% off oh. one day only. You know what I mean? Oh my God. But I think that this is something that's hard. I'm sure you experience this, but I try to explain this to people all the time. Is that like, If you're happy with your packaging, you have useful materials within your packaging, and you want new customers, it doesn't matter if you're breaking even on the cost because it's so valuable to engage with people, Mm -hmm. have someone have your product, and that creates word of mouth, and then to get their email for future email lists.
1: Exactly. And then um, if you do have good packaging like I (laughs) do… I do. I know you do. So, I really do. And I don't know if you follow me on TikTok, because I tell some stories. But one of them was about packaging. And it was when I had that opportunity to talk to the buyer at Bloomingdale's, who scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. I literally went to the headquarters on 59th Street. The one that, remember, we went to and switched the sleep masks on the mannequin.
0: So epic.
1: So I'm there, and it's this boardroom filled with a bunch of us that had brands pitching to this woman who was the buyer who was so so scary and so intimidating but <laughs> so nice i mean not nice at all why did i just say that it was a great experience because she was she's still scaring you. she's still scared i'm like is she here um but she was honest and the yeah. first thing she asked was what's your packaging because i didn't have anything because i don't even think i was in a store at that time mm-hmm and I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, you need packaging and people need to see the product. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let me try like a clear zippered reusable case that looks like a cosmetic case.
0: I remember those.
1: Yeah. I still use them. Yeah. And people love them. Like they reuse them and mm-hmm. you put other things and like whatever. But the point is this is like back to packaging. That's just like an additional gift almost to the... The customer, totally. It's like you know, during Christmas time when you go to the um, like the department stores and stuff, and they have like gift packages and Mm -hmm. like gift sets. Yeah, I would spend money at like Lancome or Clinique or whatever. I didn't even wear any of that makeup. I just wanted that cosmetic Mm case. So yeah, you're right. Even if you do break even, it doesn't really matter because like you're gonna make a sale. In some other way from that same customer
0: yeah another thing that i think is um a great deal everyone can i guess mark this for next year (laughs) for future sales but a lot of bigger companies do this too is getting exclusive deals to receive text messages so that's obviously only if you are sending out text messages to clients Mm -hmm. um but if you are i mean same thing it's super valuable to have text messages um and then you can like text people special codes and things like that Mm -hmm. so there's kind of a lot to do but it's i i (laughs) i should actually recount this i was in dallas for thanksgiving and had worked like a lot the week before to get a lot of stuff done and i was kind of like working light while i was there like it was like diet working and um i what day Friday. It must have been Friday because it was Black Friday. Okay. And that was also the day we left from Dallas. But I woke up. I had to post some stuff for people that I work with that were doing Black Friday sales. Posted that stuff. um, Checked my email. Cleared all my emails. Like got everything I needed to get done. And then we left. Took the plane home. Plane rides two hours-ish. An hour and 45 minutes. Landed 93 emails. Stop all promotional emails all promotional emails of like last chance final hours final this but what i will say is that to me is another lesson of like quantity when people are like i'm scared i'm gonna annoy someone like scotch and soda a brand that i love probably 18 emails in there from them Mm -hmm. like Because one, I'm signed up with different accounts, like multiple email addresses are signed up. But also like they sent so many emails that day. And it's like when you're just scrolling down with your finger and swiping, the more that there's, obviously you don't want to harass people. But the more that was in there, the longer I would have a chance of saying like, well, what is their subject line? Mm
1: -hmm. Versus
0: like the one that's maybe from whatever Canon cameras that's like lost way down in the bottom that's just going to get deleted. So send like a million emails out.
1: It's so true you say this because I was just telling you about my friend that messaged me today, like, um, thanking us for our advice. Oh, in this yeah. podcast. Hillary. Hi, what's up? Thank you. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about what was working for her, um, and the company that she works for for black Friday and cyber Monday. And we were talking about emails mm-hmm. and people think that emailing their customers is annoying, but like, Clearly it's working. It is working. It doesn't matter. We as a society at this point are so groomed to get emails. And if you really like a brand, like you're waiting for that black Friday email, like you're Mm -hmm. waiting for that cyber Monday. So it's okay.
0: It's also like, this is where it's good to maybe like contact one of us or (laughs) take a tutorial. through like MailChimp, Klavia, like whoever you're sending your emails through, because I can't tell you, almost every single person that I've worked with, when I've come in, I'm like, well, are you resending your emails to so the people that have at least not opened this one? Everyone's like, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Like such basic things where you can be like scheduling all of these things. And then you don't even have to do any work. Just change the subject line. Yeah. Um, and I think too, that's why it's so great to sign up for a lot of emails because like I received several with really clever captions. Ooh, and like, like what,
1: do you remember any of Little those?
0: things. One, so one thing that I do, and I got a couple of these on Black Friday, and I do this all the time with people I work with, is like, you know when you respond to an email and then in the new email subject it says like, read
1: yeah. for reply
0: colon, like whatever? Yes. So like, um, for example, I'm doing, this is not for Black Friday, but for a furniture company that I work with in High Point, they're doing an email this week on um, dining tables and dining chairs. Ooh. So their subject line is like RE, like reply. That's what it stands for, right? I think so. I think so, Oh, <laughs> <So like, laughs>
1: We should know this.
0: R R E, And then it says like our dinner plans.
1: Mm. But it's like
0: adding something in there that's quick that might be like, wait, is this just to me? It Just that... Half Half of a hesitation that you can get someone to look is always good. And then um, I like too when the emails, especially on Black Friday, are like really specific. So like one of them I got was like, um, I think it was a clothing brand or something. And it was like 40% off of like this, this blue, this jacket you need or like something like that that was very specific. So I think that can like help trigger a response for people.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Um, and then also like that's a great time in preparation too to be like adding tags and adding categories to people. And like I know it is a little bit more work, but like adding in tags for your email list is so incredible because like mm-hmm. if you have – if you can go in and add tags, which you can do this in bulk by like exporting spreadsheets and stuff, like if you go in Shopify and export like people that have purchased from you five times or more yeah, and you flag them and then you're like sending them a Black Friday email that's like you're a VIP like whatever early access to Black Friday and like you know that they're going to get first dibs or if it's like you've had people that have only bought dresses from you and never a sleep mask like you could literally send them a custom email being like free sleep mask with a dress purchase yeah or like what like you can custom make whatever you want
1: yeah and what's great about shopify is they have an an internal email marketing system Mm -hmm. where you can do all of this within shopify and it's free i know klaviyo is like industry standard it is a little pricey it's a great platform but it is a little pricey so if you are um On a budget, you can always use your Shopify tools. Mm -hmm. But segmenting is so smart.
0: And keep these emails, I feel like for sale emails, keep them so freaking short. Oh, yeah. Like so many people I work with are like, well, I want to show this and I want to show this. And I'm like, no, they need to get on the website. (laughs) Like it is a bridge to get them there. It's not you don't want them spending a lot of time on this email. And if Mm -hmm. you look like Intermix does a good job with their emails. You'll get an email from them that's sale, and it'll literally just be, like, a giant word that says sale. Yeah. Like, that flashes or something, or that's just a cool color or on top of a cool picture, and then a button. That's it. That's it. Because you don't want to distract people. Right. Another good thing, I think, in preparation for Black Friday, again, even though it's over, but for just sales in general, like, looking back now that things are over, is... um, with planning, I think it's really important to plan new product that you're getting in or if there are things that are not on sale. I've worked with companies before where we have literally hidden everything from the website that's not on sale. And then you can be like site-wide sale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just, and that's like, I think if you want to do it really intense for like one day, I wouldn't recommend doing that for three or four days. Um, but it's all about that like sense of urgency.
1: It really is. and. Like you said before, you want to make it as easy as possible for them to purchase. So for example, like with my sale, I didn't even have a code. Mm-hmm. And I let them know 25% off site wide, no code needed. Yeah. So easy. And it's the best feeling. Like, you know, when you add something to cart, then you go to purchase and it's like slashes through the regular price yeah. and you see like your discounted price, you're just like, yeah.
0: Yeah, people feel smart when they get a deal.
1: Mm-hmm, it's true. So That's why you know what's such a genius idea is that hun- that honey extension.
0: I've never tried it because I heard uh, it hacks your information. Oh, well. But I mean, what doesn't? I'm
1: shit out of luck, I guess. But that is amazing when you're on um, any website and you have like the extension in Chrome. Yeah. And you just click on it and it's like, we're looking up discount codes for you. And a lot of the time it works. So you feel like really smart and sneaky, yeah. But
0: okay, speaking of being sneaky, yeah, I have always wanted to do this, and everyone—I've only mentioned it to a couple clients that it would work for, but everyone's always said no. But okay, for anyone listening that doesn't understand what cookies are, like all (laughs) websites have cookies, and it'll say like, "Do you want us to track cookies?" and you can push allow or don't allow or whatever. But most of the time, they're like automatically on, especially if you visited a website before. So, like, let's just take your store for example. So, like, if Sasha's running ads and it's like your products from your pages, they're going to show you ads based on the cookies, mm-hmm. based on what pages you've been to. So, I have brought this up to a couple people and everyone says no. But I have always wanted to do like a website scavenger hunt, like, where you'd have to go through, like, it wouldn't be a web page in your navigation. Okay. So it would be like, if it was on your website, it would be like under the Black Friday category. You would like scroll through and there'd be all these things. And then on maybe one of the black masks, it would say like special, like black mask, whatever. And then in like the bio or like the about of the product, it would have like a hyperlink. And like give you clues to take you to like a super, super great sale? deal. Oh, yeah. That's- but smart, but only for like one product, but the the key would be is to like people would be on all these pages. Uh-huh. So you'd be like getting all these cookies where people could go to as many pages as you want them to. Yeah, or even be like um, Like the the code is in my about me on like once you get to a product be like read the about me if you want to find out a special whatever And like I know that would be a lot of work, but one year we were all sitting around with a a brand I worked with and like brainstorming things. And I was like, what if we did like a scavenger hunt? I just think like I've never seen someone do that online.
1: I think it's a great idea.
0: I do too. And everyone was like, Why would you make it harder for people to find things? And I was like, I think it would be like motivating to people.
1: It would be fun. It's like an Easter egg. It's exactly. It's like a treasure hunt.
0: Yeah. And if it became a thing where like every year, or even if it was free, it was a product you could find and then add to cart mm-hmm. for free, right? Like something like that, like a little stupid thing, like a keychain or like something small. Like I don't know, I've always thought that would be a cool idea.
1: You know what's so? Wait, I just thought of something that you could do, like additionally with that. So you know how many brands do giveaways on Instagram? With like tag. Tag your best friend on like, like my page and follow like 10 other pages. And it's just so stupid and annoying, which I've partaken in this many times, but I don't like giveaways, Mm -hmm. but the giveaway could be associated with a scavenger hunt. And that way, especially if you're running ads, because when you're running ads with, with Facebook, especially there's a thing called a pixel, which is very similar to cookies. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing the giveaway, let's say on Instagram, right? And it's like, okay, in order to like win the treasure, you have to go to this brand's website yeah, and find it because that way, if you're running Facebook ads, the ads are going to target the people that have visited your website. Yeah, If you just do a regular giveaway on Instagram, just tagging your friends, no one's Facebook's not going to know you like you're never yeah, gonna that's see an so ad. true like, you know what I mean yeah. we should let's do oh Experiment. my god you know what we're going to do now so you know Christmas. my yeah for Christmas you know my new sleep mask that I got the sick ones we're going to do that okay all right are you listening people you better <laughs> it's follow be me a,
0: a scavenger hunt it's
1: going to be a scavenger hunt for one of the luxury sleep masks oh I might have to enter yes Okay this is so we we're just genius. I just that. think
0: though it's like the market is so ultra saturated with now and I sent Sasha this funny video on TikTok of this girl, I can't remember her name. She's the girl with braces on TikTok. I love her. But she was like she was like Black Friday people literally used to be like murdering people to get first in line and now she's like you have the audacity to send me like get 10% off That's like she was girl. like I don't get out of bed for less than 50 she's right but it's true it's and so it's true. like you have to you have to do it right and I know that this is again after black friday but there's still so much time another thing I did with a company this was an in store mm-hmm. um they did the 12 days of christmas and which like, that's obviously not a new idea, but every day it was a brand new deal that only lasted for that, the day they were open. And you could order online too. Um, and it was, they, we did it kind of cutesy cause like they're, it's like a local company and they would have like each person would pick like one of their favorite things in the store, like either like candles or like coasters, like whatever, like a category of things. Mm-hmm. And whatever that person picked, which it really was like their favorite thing, was like 50 off that day. Wow. For only that day. And then you would go in and say like, say Sasha sent me. Like that was like your code. I mean, you didn't have to say it. It was just off. But it it also just like created same thing. It's like additional benefits where it's like a sense of like making a new connection with one of the people that works in the store. Like, I don't know, things Mm -hmm. like that.
1: It's so true. And it's so great now because people are – wanting to go back into the stores and especially boutiques yeah like when's the last time you went into a boutique you know it's like it's been a while (laughs) it has and to have a special ad maybe like an advent calendar or like a digital one or like an advent email series Mm -hmm. and say hey like come in store today and you can segment the people that live locally and also if you have them on the text messages that's an even better opportunity to remind them
0: shop opportunity
1: shop opportunity oh my
0: god <laughs> let me tell you one pet peeve i have though what like, i think all people think that this is a good idea except me so yes. if viewers agree with me let me know or listeners the amount of emails and text messages and instagram things i put together not just for black friday for all holidays when people are like enjoy light bites and bubbly while you shop i'm like one i would never go to a store to get free alcohol that's also just me i'm not a big drinker but like two i hate eating while i'm shopping because then you feel like you can't touch anything Mm -hmm. because your fingers are nasty Mm -hmm. and then there's never a trash can I think that's really nice it's like a nice marketing thing to have it there and everything and like appreciative to your customers yeah but have it there all the time or like like a lot of places like the real real now has like a coffee shop inside there so like you can get a coffee there and it's kind of supposed to be that like blend of lifestyle but I think I've been to a lot of like even store openings and I feel like they choose the wrong kind of food Like, I've been to several, and they get these, like, gorgeous charcuterie boards. And I think some charcuterie boards are fine, but I've been to some, and they're, like, so hard to freaking eat. Like, it's, like, hard to get it on your plate, and then it takes everybody, like, 10 minutes. And then there's trash everywhere because everyone has to get a napkin and a fork and a plate. And that's why I think, like, if you want to do it, I think having champagne out looks great, or if you want to offer that to people, that's super nice. Um... And then you also get, I think, another negative with that, and then I'll be done with this. But I do think you get the crazies that, like, want a free glass of champagne. And they're just coming for free booze. Oh, my God. All the time.
1: This would happen in New York City all the time. People would have these store parties, and you would get the mooches that would just come for the free drink (laughs) and the food and, like, not buy anything or not even really enjoy themselves they were just hungry and cheap yeah so have it there all the time like for example there's a store in New Jersey it's a boutique I think it's still there it's called Coco Paris it's in Red Bank it was like two floors so big and I remember going there when Hervé Leger dresses were like the hottest thing mm-hmm. and they had all of them and um, I was like you know a little slut, whatever. It was fine. And I, like, <laughs> needed. I needed those dresses. Cause so I was going out all the time. And yeah. like, whatever. So anyway, so I drove all the way down there. It was an hour and a half drive, okay, for those dresses. I get down there, walk in. Store is gorgeous. It's so, like, glamorous looking. Mm-hmm. They have a huge sofa there. And they have a fully stocked bar.
0: That's awesome.
1: And I felt like I was in somebody's like closet or some like a friend's closet or something like that and it was super fun and they weren't pressuring me and like yeah they're like do you want a drink like sure maybe maybe not whatever but what i realized when i went in there is i saw a lot of um like women and their like husbands or their boyfriends who didn't want to shop they were just like shopping for their girlfriend or whatever And I realized I was like, okay, the bar is for the guys. And it was so smart. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then the guys are relaxed. They end up spending more money, but it's not this pressurized thing.
0: Well, the other aspect of that is I feel like, and when you go to like nice stores and like, you know, this from experience, it's like, if you walk in Gucci, they're not going to be like, Hey, can I get you a glass of champagne? They'd be like, hi, can I help you with anything? And then if you're like, can I try on these in a size 10? They'd be like, sure. And send someone to go get them. And then while they're getting them and they realize like you might be a purchaser, they're like, can I get you water? Can I get you champagne, nuts? Like whatever it is. Yep. Same thing, which in those situations, I'm like, why would I want salty peanuts on my fingers (laughs) when I'm about to touch like a $1,000 pair of shoes? But um, (laughs) the point of this is, is that like, I think having it there as the option is really nice. And even just something like water, yeah, because like, a lot of times people are walking around and shopping and doing things like that. um. So it can be a good idea. So I'm not anti food. I'm also not anti advertising it. I'm just kind of like I think people sometimes act like it's like this huge thing like people like one one person I worked with like years ago, um, in Boston, Mm -hmm. they would do these events and we would like advertise, like, like everything that was on the menu and it was like all good stuff, but I was like, they should be coming like for the product, like not for the food, but whatever. Yeah. Or something like really a weird thing. I,
1: it is weird, but there's, (laughs) there's also like other things you can do if you're having an event, for example, There's a store in Charlotte, it's called Tiny God's Jewelry or something like that. They have the cutest, coolest jewelry, like really cool stuff.
0: Uh
1: And um, I follow them on Insta. I think I get their emails, but they do something really smart. So they'll have someone in their piercing ears. That's cool and it's so cool because a lot of their jewelry you wear like a couple in your ear and whatever and i think it's free i think don't quote me but it should be if it's not but that makes sense
0: okay well after this i can be done with this but (laughs) so true that you say that i went to this um oh gosh what's the name of it um it'll come to me but it was this men's store in boston And they had a store opening party and I went with Matt, hey Matt, if you remember, and they had it, um, it was like in their, obviously their store, and in a section they had two old school barber chairs set up and they had two barbers giving free haircuts, which had like nothing to do with the brand, like I'm sure they sold combs or whatever, but it was a clothing store. But, like, it was so unique and different, and we both got haircuts. Like, it was, like, so crazy. And, like, like ob- I, you never it's like, so cool. oh, I'm just going to go get a haircut at this thing. Like, it was so spontaneous, and we were all, like, taking pictures and, like, following the barber. And, like, it was just, I think, that idea of, um, what's it called when everybody comes together?
1: Collaboration. Collaboration, yeah. yeah. Sorry,
0: brain dead. But the collaboration is so such a cool way to do something like that Mm -hmm. and same with food like um alan and james who i worked with in high point like they've done like a pop-up truck of like a local coffee shop that has like a mobile coffee thing and they'll like set up there and so people are like oh i love so-and-so coffee so like let's go there and then go into alan and james it's like that's a really good way to do it yeah um But I think offering people something like that and then it's like the barber or the coffee shop or whatever, they're posting on their Instagram like, hey, we're over at here today. Their followers are seeing it. Like it's so much more useful than being like, enjoy like crackers at our thing. So, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God.
1: It's so true. And it makes your customers happier. Yeah. Not mean and mad at you like we have stories about yeah lots of those stories well you're like the king of customer service well
0: that's what i was just about to say well not that i'm the king but um i was gonna say i don't really know what this episode's even about like i feel like (laughs) this is just like we're spitballing at random topics that i mean not that they're random but like we're just kind of we just kind of went in today wanting to talk about some experiences we've had and and that type of stuff with Black Friday. But before we started, I told Sasha, I was like, we've never role-played on the podcast. And we both, to your point, have had so many like crazy experiences with customer service. And I think that anyone in any level of business is a salesperson mm-hmm. to some degree. Um And so we were going to do some role playing and this is what I was thinking of. Okay. Four role plays. Oh shit. So two where I'm the customer service agent and two where you're the customer service agent. Oh no, okay. And then in each one, we're going to have two different style customers. They're both upset, but one customer is one that your business is going to be better off without. And one customer is one that... You have made a mistake and you need to like win the customer back. And I think that there's like unique ways to handle both of them because at some level, I remember Matt saying this to me when we lived or when I worked in Boston. He, this woman, it was like a troll on social media. Oh God. At some point you got to block certain people. This woman ordered a belt, ordered it custom, ordered it, signing a waiver saying when you ordered them custom, we cannot do returns and we cannot do exchanges. So make sure you know your size. If you don't know your size, we can send you a belt for you to try on. Like we had everything, whatever. So she orders this belt, perfectly nice, placed the order. Took like six weeks to make it because they were custom gets the order in, we have to process it manually in our showroom. We, we, I, me wrapped it and then would send it the custom orders by myself. So I wrapped it. I inspected the belt. I knew that everything was okay. sent it on the way. She gets it and she's like, it doesn't fit my son. And I was like, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. But you ordered it in this size and that's the size we sent you. So I like, I'm sorry. And has his initials on it, but like you should have probably planned a little better if you didn't know and <clears throat> she was like i want i want to re- return this and i was and this was all over email okay so I'm like, I'm so sorry like it says everywhere a million times in all the email before you check out all this stuff you can't return it so I'm sorry you can't return it and I, I really hate that this happened to you so I gave her something like twenty five dollars off your next purchase or like whatever it was. She sends me this email back and was like, no, absolutely not. Like, I'm returning it. Like, this is a mistake. I ordered because a lot of people didn't realize this all the time. But, like, because of the material of the belts, you had to order a size up. Mm-hmm. Sizing is just so confusing in general. Yeah. But because everyone's just different. But we would say, like, if you're a 36, order a 38. And people would miss that all the time and always order the wrong size sizes in the pack. And she was like, I measured his waist. I made sure because I saw that it was final. Like he is a 36. Every other belt he owns is a 36. Like this is mislabeled. Like this does not fit him. And I was like, yep. So it's there. You have to go a size up. It says that everywhere. Again, it was final sale. Again, you had the option to order something and return it for free to size him or come in and size it or whatever. So I'm like, sorry, leave it alone would not stop emailing, would not stop calling. And it's like, at that company, we were a three or four person team. So it was like, if I was answering the phones or spending my time emailing this woman, I was not being able to do my job. Like, I was taking care of her. And then she sends us this nasty email after I've told her the same thing like a million times. And I'm being super nice. And she sends me this nasty email being like, I see all of you on Instagram. Like, I'm not rich like all of you. Stop. Meanwhile, I'm making like $35,000 a year and living in somebody's spare bedroom. Like, can't eat on the weekends if I bought clothes. (laughs) Like, I was making no money. And, um, she was like, I'm a nurse and I've been saving up to buy this for my son. Like, please, you have to exchange this. Like, I can't afford to have this and like, blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, Matt looked at me and he was like how many hours have you spent on this woman and I was like at this point probably like two or three and he was like okay if you're getting paid hourly like we've already now broken even on this belt but between like shipping and the cost of the belt and everything and he's like and then secondly if she's this freaking annoying do we even want her to ever order it from us again one and two do you think she even will and I was like, I had never thought about that. Cause in my mind, I had always been like, anything for the customer, mm-hmm. like the customer's always right, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. And then he was like, sometimes it's like you firing your boss. Like sometimes you have to fire the person. And so we just were like, sorry. And I think we like blocked her or like put a like a mute thing on her email or whatever. And, um,
1: then she showed up with a gun. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, actually, now that I'm saying this, maybe I can't remember if maybe I did give her like an additional percent off or another order or something. But, God. but uh, we did like the point of this was I learned, learned the lesson and it shouldn't happen that often. But there are crazy people that are just trying to scam you. Oh, yeah. And so you have to be prepared for them.
1: Yeah. I had to block someone one time as well. I think so I remember far. that. Yes she was psychotic and then she was like (laughs) i work for this like media company in new york and i'm gonna blast you i was like when you get a threat
0: you know i'm like okay
1: like you should be doing your job if you're such a high up like why are you wasting your time on me i i blocked her i remember i blocked her email yeah because to your point like they're not buying again
0: Mm -hmm. they're
1: actually costing us time and money yeah so Don't be annoying like that.
0: Okay, so should we start? Okay, let's do it. It'll be a phone call. Okay. Um. Okay, so the first one will be. Okay, this this will be the first scenario. Unless you want to ad lib it, what would you rather do? do Like, would you want to create your own problem and own scenario, or do you want want me to give give me a scenario? Okay, the scenario I'm thinking is, you ordered something on Black Friday. it's no longer on sale. We're now out of stock in that item and we shipped you the wrong size. So now you can't get the size you need because it's sold out. And you're calling me furious because you're like, this is my Christmas present and you can come up. What do you want the item to be?
1: Um, jeans.
0: Okay. It's Windsor's jeans store.
1: So I ordered jeans, but you guys sold out and you shipped me the wrong thing.
0: We shipped you the wrong thing, and then once by the time you got them, we're sold
1: out. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Okay. Ring, ring. ring. Hello, Windsor's jeans. How can I help you? Is this Windsor? This is not, but this is a customer I service. I want to talk
1: to Windsor immediately.
0: <laughs> Sorry. this. Who's laugh, your manager? This laughing's not part of the thing. I would be so afraid of you. Um, okay, wait. Start over. Okay. <laughs>
1: People are crazy like this. Okay,
0: okay, now I'm prepared for this. Okay.
1: <clears throat>
0: Hello, Windsor's Jeans.
1: Is this Windsor?
0: Windsor's... Give me, Ac-
1: give me Windsor. I'm, I want to talk to the manager right now.
0: So what I can do is first to get some information from Why? you. What, what can I help you with?
1: I got the wrong size of jeans on Black Friday.
0: Okay, do you have your order number? No. Okay, well maybe I can look it up. Is the cell phone you're calling on the, the number that we I been use on the a rotary
1: order? phone. I'm calling from my kitchen phone.
0: Okay, is um do you have an email address? Yeah. Okay hold I- on,
1: hold on. Sunny <laughs> what's my email address? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's deb one two three at aol.com.
0: Okay, perfect. Okay, Deb. So it looks like may I call you Deb?
1: No, it's deborah
0: Okay, deborah That's a beautiful name.
1: It was my mom's.
0: Oh, how wonderful. Um, so it looks like I have your order here. It looks like you ordered a triple extra large uh classic denim. <laughs> <Just kidding. clears throat> it looks like you ordered a um size 6 denim.
1: 16 I need.
0: A 16. Okay, so it must have just been a quick mix up maybe when Our facility was packaging your order. I don't know what that
1: means. Get me my jeans.
0: Okay, let me check on that. I need my
1: mom jeans.
0: Okay, well, unfortunately, it looks like. Actually, I've been told never say the word unfortunately. I don't know why, but anyway. Um, I'm sad to say it it looks like. I don't
1: care. What? (laughs) Sad? I'm sad.
0: I can totally understand how you are, and this was 100% our mistake. You're
1: right, it was.
0: So what can I do to make this up for you? I want my jeans,
1: size 16.
0: Okay, so we have a couple options for you. We're totally sold out of your size 16 jeans. However, I can order them, but I don't know if they'll be here before Christmas. Well, I need
1: to wear them to the ugly Christmas party. What am I supposed to wear? I need something.
0: So we have another style called the sasha that is a super popular style that's almost identical to the one you ordered it just has a slightly different pocket on the back and we would actually be willing to overnight those to you totally free of charge mm. um, and in that package we will also include a return label for the jeans that you did have mm. um and if you're unable to actually take those back to the post office you can either choose to schedule a um a UPS pickup at your door so you could just leave that box at the door. Good because
1: I don't drive at night.
0: Okay perfect well so we'll include that and then we'll know what date it's going to be delivered and we can have the UPS driver pick up your return package as well.
1: Okay well he better come by before 12 p.m because that's when I watch my programs.
0: Okay we haven't... (laughs) We have an option to um, have it for an a.m. delivery, so we can definitely have it to you before 12. Um, Is there anything else that I can help just kind of make you feel a little more comfortable about the situation? We want to make sure our customers are totally trusting in us and that, you know, you feel very confident to order from us again after this.
1: I'll take the jeans. Thanks.
0: Okay, well, great. Well, Deb, thank you so it's much, Deborah. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> Deborah. Thank you so much. Your jeans will be to you on Thursday, and um, if there's anything else that I can help you with, my name is Joe. And if you call back, just ask for Joe. We're we're a small team here, so I'll be able to get right back to you. And these should be perfect.
1: Thanks, Joe.
0: All right, Deborah. Bye. <laughs> God, Deborah, scary. Oh my gosh! Oh my okay, God. do you want to go next, or do you want to do the firing customer next?
1: Oh, Deb wasn't the firing
0: customer. <laughs> no, Deb was the one we were keeping. Oh, you were just shit. making her really hard for me.
1: Well, people are hard. Yeah. Oh God, how am I going to top Deb? Okay, so what's the scenario?
0: Okay, let's do let's do a service. Okay. Um. Uh, paint pressure washing service. Oh, great! Okay. I love seeing those on TikTok.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: okay so you did a free um your first pressure washing is uh half off okay so that's like our deal okay Her first one's half off
1: pressure washing the house
0: you just got your driveway pressure okay. washed. okay and it was only $100 a hundred dollars normally and we so we only charged you 50. okay and you think that there's a spot so the guy already came back and fixed the spot and now you're saying that you think he killed your bushes.
1: I thought you were going to say my cat.
0: No, like the, okay. the water killed your bushes.
1: The water killed my the bushes. The chemicals in the water. Okay. Okay. What's like a name of a bush? Hydrangea. I was going to say that. Yeah, Isn't that a they're, flower?
0: They're, yeah, but they're like a bush. Oh, okay. So, okay.
1: Okay, ring, ring.
0: Hello, Joe's pressure washing.
1: Let me talk to the manager immediately. You killed my hydrangeas.
0: This is Joe. What can I help you with? Joe. Yes.
1: This is Flo.
0: Oh, hi, Flo. I think you called yesterday.
1: About the hydrangeas.
0: Okay, I'm seeing in my notes here you called yesterday about there was an additional spot that didn't seem clean. Did they get that fixed for you?
1: I don't care about the spot. The hydrangeas are dead in my driveway, and it was because of you guys and your chemical and your... Shitty cleaning product
0: Okay, well, so our chemicals are actually it's just water with a little bit of salt sure So there's no harsh chemicals that could kill any of your plants.
1: I don't believe that. How did they die then?
0: You know, I really couldn't tell you that but I do know that when our crew was out there the first time we didn't have any spots of damage and then I was actually out there with the crew for the spot cleanup just to make sure everything was perfect and i don't remember seeing anything near um you know any of your landscaping we were really only in the driveway area well
1: they're dead now and i need them all replaced so i'm gonna send you an invoice for ten thousand dollars worth of hydrangeas <laughs> they were my favorites so and if you don't pay it i'm gonna sue you okay have you ever heard of and myers <laughs>
0: okay well look i'm really sorry that i'm
1: sorry i don't want to hear it from you joe i'm gonna hang up i'm gonna hang up and i'm gonna send you an invoice okay for my hydrangeas
0: all right well i don't think we'll be able to help you with that and i'm sorry this was your experience but um
1: you'll hear from my lawyers joe
0: all right well you have a great day flo
1: i hope you don't
0: and then we block flo (laughs) oh my god
1: people are that way okay
0: now your turn oh god
1: okay i can't think of these scenarios on the spot
0: i think would you rather do you want to do it for perpetual shade
1: oh gosh okay
0: here i'm just going to come up with it so i'm not going to tell you so you're getting a cold call okay ring ring
1: hello perpetual shade
0: hi um I'm really sorry, I is this the right number to call for customer service? Sure is, how can I help? Yeah, so I actually um, ordered one of your sleep masks and it came with uh, some, some kind of weird sticky residue all over the front.
1: Oh, it's I'm like so sorry. It's like glue or
0: something like that.
1: I'm so sorry about that. Can I have your, um, your email address, please?
0: Sure, yeah, it's Bob at billybob.com
1: oh hi billy bob i'm so sorry to hear this yeah
0: and now it's saying that you're totally sold out of all your sleep masks from black friday
1: well i will be sure to help you get a new sleep mask i see that the one that you've ordered is sold out however we are restocking in about two weeks
0: what I can So this was, my mom's actually in the hospital, and um, she's been begging for one, and in the fire we lost our, <laughs> we lost everything in her sleep mask, and so she really just wants one for the hospital.
1: Was there another style that you liked, a second option maybe, that we could send right away, and then we can send you your first option in about two weeks?
0: But it says you're all sold out.
1: We're getting more stock in two weeks of that item, but we want to make sure your mom is happy in the meantime.
0: And could you? Do you think you could overnight it?
1: We sure can. We can send it straight to the hospital with a a courier pigeon.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well that would be great because I actually just was typing up. Um, uh, an email to you, but I figured this would be faster
1: thank you so much call. for, for calling and we'll get that sleep mask right to your mom tomorrow
0: okay God bless
1: God bless
0: okay that one wasn't that good I that always, was easy I was trying to make <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to do a sob story and see like how much I could get out of you but Ugh. it wasn't working okay now I'll be really bad
1: oh no okay
0: do you want to do perpetual shade again? Or do you want to have a different company
1: let's do another company what do you want to sell um sasha's cookies
0: Mm. okay is that all right yeah are you sure no that's good
1: okay ring ring hello hi this is sasha's cookies how can i help you
0: (laughs) hi i ordered uh, a dozen of your cookies the other day and i bit into one And not only did it have peanuts, when I specifically asked for no peanuts, as I'm deathly allergic, but there was also a screw inside of one of my things, and I chipped my tooth.
1: Aw, honey, I'm so sorry about that. There's no way there could be a screw in a cookie, but if you say so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we might need to start over.
1: I also don't know
0: what accent that is. I think this would also, if there was really a screw, this would be like a a lawsuit. Okay, let's plan plan this scenario. Okay. Is this helpful? Are these even good?
1: Yes. These people exist, trust me.
0: I'm trying to think of a good one. Oh, okay. How about your, whatever product you wanna sell? Okay but it was final sale oh all right and i want to return it
1: okay sneakers sure okay sasha sneakers Mm -hmm. okay ring ring hi this is sasha sneakers how can i help you
0: hey um this is joe i'm just calling because i placed an order the other week and i'm wondering if i can um create a return for it i couldn't figure out how to do it online
1: hi joe i'm happy to help what is your email address please
0: it's joe at joe com.
1: okay Oh, I see your order here. It was for the um black um sneakers with the um elastic laces.
0: Yes, they and were just a little bit too small, so I think I just need the next size up.
1: Oh, oh, Joe, I see these were final sale, so um these are um not eligible for re- return or a. Exchange. That's ridiculous.
0: Let me speak to a manager.
1: One moment, please. Beep, beep. Hello, this is Sasha, the manager.
0: Hi, Sasha. Um, I just wanted to let you know that the previous employee that I spoke with was extremely rude to me. Um, and I've now had to spend probably 20 or 25 minutes on the phone just trying to get in contact with you. And I'm just trying to simply re- replace this pair of sneakers. I don't want a full refund. I just want to be able to swap out the pair that was shipped to me.
1: I'm so sorry, Joe. Um I see here that those sneakers were were final sale and are not eligible for return. However, I do see that um the the sneaker laces were elastic, so they they should stretch a little bit.
0: They don't. They're too small.
1: I see. Well, um considering these are not eligible for return we are happy to give you a credit for the store so you can purchase another pair at a later time
0: (laughs) this is supposed to be the guy
1: (laughs) i know but i want to give him options oh okay
0: okay okay um no i don't want to go in store i'm afraid of covid
1: oh Oh, well, in that case, I'm sorry, but the only thing that I can... Click.
0: Bye. Bye, Joe. No, and now I'm going to call back. Oh, no. Because I think I'm going to get somebody different. People used to do this at Tucker (sighs) Blair all the time. They'd hang up and call right back, and I'd be like, still me. I'm the only one that works here.
1: Shit. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello, this is Sasha Sneakers. How can I help you?
0: Hi. Yeah, my name is Joe, and I'm just calling about an order I placed, and I just need to get these... um, swapped out for the next size up
1: oh hi there joe i think we just spoke on the phone um is your email joe blow at joe blow.com yes yes yeah, so unfortunately those sneakers are not eligible for return or exchange and um you spoke with my manager who offered yeah he a just s- hung up on me oh i'm so sorry it was probably uh faulty line but um i can get him back on the phone if you'd like yeah
0: get him on the phone
1: okay one moment please (laughs) hi this is sasho
0: hi (laughs) sasho this is joe
1: oh hey joe have you decided on that credit
0: no i already told you about the credit and the fact that your first employee was so rude to me and now you've hung up on me
1: Oh, I'm sorry. There must have been an, a problem with the line. No,
0: I don't want an excuse. You need to admit that you hung up on me and apologize for that.
1: I'm so sorry about that, Joe. Would you like the credit for your sneakers?
0: You know what? You're not listening to me. So I'm going to start writing a Yelp and a Google review right now.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, I'm, I'm I would love to still offer you that credit. So feel free to email us at any time if you would like that store credit but that's all I can do for you today.
0: Well, that's not gonna work. And I'm gonna tell everybody that your customer service is rude and that you hung up on me and that you have a terrible product.
1: I'm so sorry you feel that way, Joe. Have a lovely day. Click.
0: That's pretty good. Oh
1: my God.
0: Do you think these scenarios are helpful or too extreme? Should I we do think, a real scenario?
1: I think those were real scenarios because I'll tell you a story about that person that I blocked. Well, I already told you that I why I blocked them. But they just kept going and going and going, and there was no solution to that problem. I gave her so many options mm-hmm. and she wanted something that I just couldn't give to her. Yeah. So it's not like we're not providing options or solutions to these issues. It's just these people, they want something that's unrealistic.
0: Yeah. And I think obviously our little examples were kind of silly and funny, but the key is you need to beat the customer to the chase. If you have made the mistake, I think number one Mm -hmm. and number two, regardless if it's your mistake or if it's theirs, you need to Like you said, give them options of new things to choose from so that they have something proactive to take away from that. Yeah. And then if after those two things, they are still not accepting anything, like there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. And when people start to threaten you, it's like you just don't want people like that as a customer. Yeah. Yeah so but hopefully that happens far, few and far between yeah
1: i mean there's only probably two bad customers that i've had in the past 10 years like that were extreme like that
0: yeah i've only had a handful too yeah most people you can usually calm down yeah um and like you want to know something else i learned in customer service what so, we would always be taught, or we were taught, I like Tucker Blair, so like we saw dog collars. you did, yeah, because like they were similar to how belts are me, oh, um, and like some like always find a point of interest with somebody, so somebody calls and it's like hey i- i I'm calling about order five three two nine one like um, I just need to create get a return label, get it." oh my gosh what kind of dog do you have mm. oh how cute like da, 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 da. Like it was always like something like that because we were a small team so it was like you wanted to create a connection with people mm-hmm. and then like people would write in our reviews like our google reviews and everything people would be like like that guy Windsor who works there is like so nice and like whatever and just like little things like that but it was like we were a super small company and then another thing that i would do for people all the time too was stop and i'll call you back Mm -hmm. because a lot of times obviously when it's your company or whatever you can bend the rules or do whatever you need to fit the needs of the customer but it would be like okay i see that this is not going to deliver to you by christmas like let me get a hold of our shipping team and i'll call you back love that and then get off the phone and be like what the hell do we do right like and that way you're not like spitballing or don't overpromise something or whatever, and you can come back and be like, I didn't want to keep you on hold calling you back. Like, here's this. Da, 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 da.
1: Yeah. It really makes such a difference when you actually care
0: mm-hmm. about
1: the customer. And I think it's easier when you do work for a smaller company, but I've had experiences with like bigger companies, like even like spectrum or something to that, um, level where the customer service person was actually really nice mm-hmm. and it, it's such a relief because as a customer, there's so much anxiety and so much stress when you have to call and you're like, "Ugh, who am I going to get on the other line? Yeah. There's a 50, 50% chance. Um, i remember this one story when i was working in new york city i was working at like a parking garage company for like a hot second yeah and i was in the office and i had to pick up the phone and talk to these irate people all day long because there was an issue with the <sighs> system where people right. they were sorry um that they would receive invoices for their car when they they like left the garage like their car is not there anymore and they Mm -hmm. would still get charged or get these invoices so my job was to kind of clean that up and i remember this one lady calls and she's i could tell she was like very old and very stressed about this and i'm like oh my gosh let me help you so i end up calling the garage talking to the supervisor and then Confirming with him that her car wasn't there, was not there anymore, and she hasn't parked there in, like, ages. Long story short, she stopped getting those invoices. A couple weeks later, there's a letter in the mail, a letter, a handwritten letter, addressed to me from the little old lady, thanking me for helping her
0: catering to old people it's a great business strategy. Mm-hmm. I when I worked at Tucker Blair we had a couple old people that would call that couldn't check out on the website.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um they would call me and I would place their order for them over the phone. And all I would do was literally like walk through the like I would check out as them like on the front end of the thing. But they all ordered like super regularly for like their grandkids or something I guess. Aww. And they would call and I would literally just be like, Okay, and what's your street address again or whatever? And like just order it and they would be so appreciative. I know. Makes me cry. But then like you really having a phone line, you really it's a lot.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot.
0: You don't have one anymore, do you?
1: Not really. Like technically I do, but
0: no. I mean, most things now can really be handled over email. And the phone is where it gets a little crazy.
1: Yeah, it does. But I will say that having that phone experience helped me tremendously in my business and in life. Yeah. I know a lot of people have phone anxiety and hate being on the phone, especially like the younger generation. They don't even know what like a rotary phone is or like a landline is sometimes. Yeah. Um, But it's a skill. It's a skill. And it's so funny, like, I know you do this too because I've heard you, but when you get on the phone, you go into your
0: mode. Yeah, your voice.
1: Mhm. And my mom has heard me. She's like, wait, what? That was you? You're so professional, Sashi. I know. I know. I so know. funny. Yeah, but listen, people are difficult, but people can also be really nice. Um, it's just a matter of, I think, A, not taking things personally, and B, just giving solutions. Yeah. As many as you can until there's just no more to give. It's true. Yeah. So with that, I hope you liked our skits.
0: (laughs) That was good. Next time we'll (laughs) we'll, uh, rehearse them a little better.
1: If you want more, just let us know. Yeah. And we'll act out scenarios for you.
0: Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Okay, everybody. Well, until next Black Friday.
1: Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.